What a way to start the series. Not a high-scoring game, but boy, was it intense. The Chicago White Sox beat the Seattle Mariners 3-2. to Lance Lynn was brilliant, and he has now put together a nice collection of outings as of late. Luis Robert returned, and the White Sox returned to hitting multiple home runs. Uh, we are post-Labor Day and the Sox are playing some very exciting, energetic baseball. Can Johnny Cueto keep things going tonight in Seattle? You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Lockdown White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Locked on White Sox is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The bearded beast, Lance Lynn, got some help from the shadows as he went to work against the Mariners. The Sox had opportunities to get more, but all they really needed was a couple of home runs. Liam Hendricks and Yasmani Grandal made it far more interesting than we would have liked, but the newfound White Sox energy was indeed present in Seattle. State of the Sox, 68 and 67, uh, two games back in the AL Central, chasing the Cleveland Guardians, 27 games left on the schedule. Huge win, Monday night, Labor Day. Sox beat the Mariners 3-2. to uh, Sox on the West Coast, it has been difficult, uh, whether it is against the Angels or the Mariners, or Oakland that we will see uh, later this week. Uh, tough. And, and winning the first game of a series has been very difficult for the Sox throughout this year. But Sox win the first game of the Minnesota series. Now they win this first game. Things are definitely changing. You feel it. Uh, I feel it. Uh, I have been out to Seattle to see the White Sox play the Mariners. Uh, really enjoyed the ballpark. Uh, was out there, I think it was eight years now. Uh, that was during the Adam Dunn era. Uh, Robin Ventura, still manager. Um, great fans, too. Had a blast. Uh, a lot of stuff to do around the ballpark. So if you are out there uh, listening to uh, the podcast, appreciate that and enjoy your time. And if you're looking to get to a ballpark to see the Sox play, highly recommend uh, getting out to Seattle. Uh, so the White Sox win the first game of a series for the second series in a row. Another multiple home run game. Uh, there's been a lot of them uh, during the Miguel Cairo era. Not a lot of offense, uh, but you don't need a lot when you have Lance Lynn clearly on a mission. Uh, he was dominant. 
a very impressive start. His fourth outing in a row uh, where he has allowed one earned run or fewer. Uh, you can't deny the fact that there's something happening with this White Sox team. An intense down-to-the-wire game, and the Sox now have Johnny Cueto on the hill. Uh, it's not getting easier uh, for the Sox, okay? This West Coast trip will be difficult. They always are, but the Sox are a different ball club uh, than one week ago. Coming into the game, uh, Seattle, 76-58. and 58. They had won seven straight games. Uh, they're two games up in the wild card race, playing some really good baseball. Uh, they had a long game Sunday night. I'm sure you heard about this against uh, the Cleveland Guardians. It was a there was a four and a half hour rain delay, uh, so the Mariners did not get back into Seattle until around two two thirty in the morning their time. Uh, so did that play a role? Uh, maybe I don't know. It was sure intense down uh, to the wire in the ninth inning. Uh, Sox welcomed back Luis Robert. He played center field. He was hitting seventh in the lineup. I don't really have a problem with that uh, at all. Um, you know, he hasn't uh, he hasn't played since late August. Don't want to put the pressure on him. Uh, higher in the lineup in critical situations. Let him ease his way back. That's fine. Put him in the seventh spot. Yoan Mancata available but did not play uh, because of the long flight, apparently. I guess Mankata will play Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, this is Miguel Cairo on Yoan Mankata not starting on Monday. We had a long flight. He's been dealing with hamstrings. Uh, rest a little bit one more day, and tomorrow and the next day uh, he'll be in the lineup. You know, uh, who am I to – you know, try to nitpick on that. Uh, was he standing the entire flight? Did they not have enough uh, seats for him or his hamstrings being used uh, during the flight? Did he have to walk up and down? Uh, I, I don't, Hey, I don't get it. Rest him one day. That's fine. Hopefully we'll see him back uh, Tuesday and Aaron bummer. Remember him? A lefty reliever uh, could have used him in a lot of different situations. Uh, he's back on the ball club. Hasn't pitched since June. Sevens, we'll see when we get some uh, bummer action with the uh, White Sox here. Uh, offense for the Sox, uh, they were facing left-handed pitcher Gonzalez. Uh, he was on the hill for the Mariners. You know, there wasn't a ton going on, but just, you know, the home run again was key for the White Sox. They got away from it on Sunday, got back to it on Monday. Uh, first inning, you know, ground balls, low exit velocity in the first, nothing doing. Second inning, A.J. Pollock takes a first-pitch changeup out of the ballpark in left field. Uh, the White Sox struck first, one nothing Sox. Uh, third inning, uh, Romy Gonzalez leads off with a single. Then Elvis Andrews with another home run, two-run blast, uh, just out of the reach of Mitch uh, Hanniger in right field. He actually looked like he had it in his glove at one, uh, one point, and it popped out. So 3-1 Sox. Uh, five times in the last seven games with multiple home runs. And we know that record when the Sox hit uh, two or more home runs in a game. It's it's very good. Fifth inning, Elvis had a two-out double, his second hit of the game. Uh, he has been playing really well, uh, not only offensively, but with the glove. We saw it in Monday's game as well. Uh, Elvis was five for 14 with one home run and four RBIs in the Minnesota series. 
three home runs, nine RBIs in his last seven games, uh, hitting in that one spot. Uh, eighth inning, this was uh, this was a critical moment. I'm glad it didn't cost the Sox. Blown opportunity here. Uh, Sox looking for an insurance run. They had runners on first and second with only one out. Uh, Engel was running for Vaughn, and he stole third without a throw. I mean, he stole it on Seattle's relief pitcher. Great scouting there. So you got runners on the corners now with only one out. Got to get this run in. It's a tight game. Uh, Aloy Jimenez struck out. Grandal could not get the job done. Uh, he hit you know, a sharp baseball uh, to the first baseman, ricocheted off of him. Uh, they were able to get Grandal, who isn't a speedster, obviously, got him at first. Socks are turned away, and they did nothing uh, in the ninth. So Socks offense, only three runs on five hits, uh, but three extra base hits uh, within those five hits. Uh, two home runs against A.J. Pollock and Elvis Andrews, two walks, and the Sox struck out five times. White Sox were zero for three uh, with runners in scoring position. And Elvis Andrews, pretty nice game, two for four with two RBIs. Uh, Lance Lynn, he is locked in, and and he knows it. And I'm going to tell you why he got some help from T-Mobile Park. Uh, More on that in a moment. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite. Cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture. Real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they're covered and 100% real chocolate. All of the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it, plus it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein. Run to Built.com to snag a box for you and the family. It will be the perfect treat, or find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. Like all Built Bars, the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty. Chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. What's great about Built is that all of their bars are made with the collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of healthy benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You are going to love the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff. Whether you need a snack for your workout, a late-night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite, Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKEDON15. Lance Lynn was on the hill uh, for the White Sox Monday. Last game was against the Royals on August 31st. Uh, He threw seven innings, four hits, and only one earned run. Uh, Coming into Monday's game, Lance Lynn had three straight starts of giving up only uh, one earned run. First inning, um, you got Julio Rodriguez, who is just going to be a megastar for the Seattle Mariners. Uh, He hit kind of a soft liner uh, right back at Lance Lynn, uh, went off of his glove, 
And it seemed like Lance Lynn just turned into a completely different pitcher after that. Just the angry Lance Lynn uh, emerged. So Lance Lynn has been averaging 93 miles per hour on his four-seamer. He was hitting 95 miles per hour outside corner to right-handed hitters. They're not going to touch that. 96 mile per hour uh, fastball away. Two strikeouts and a ground out uh, got him out of the first 18 pitches only. Uh, second inning, there was a leadoff double. Uh, then Grandal with a pass ball just bounced off of his glove to the backstop. Boy, uh, Seattle had a runner on third with only one out. Then Lynn issued a walk. Runners on the corners. Fly ball to right field that Andrew Vaughn can't get to because he's a first baseman playing right field. Seattle scored to tie the game at one. Still, runners at the corners with one out after a strikeout. Lynn had to deal with Rodriguez again for the second time. Lynn got him on a curveball. It was an effective pitch for him so far that game. Uh, things could have been a lot worse in that inning. It was just a one one tie after two innings. After three innings, Lennon only allowed three hits, one run, zero earned runs, a walk, and six strikeouts uh, at 45 pitches. Uh, fifth inning, two strikeouts to start things off. A curveball, changeup, fastball in the mid-90s. Uh, with two outs, Lynn facing Rodriguez for the third time, and Elvis Andrews with a wonderful play at shortstop to get the third out. Uh, he was throwing some leather on Monday night. Uh, Lynn with nine strikeouts, 72 pitches after five. Uh, he was dealing seventh inning, 79 pitches on his arm coming into the inning 23 swings and misses for Lance Lynn up until this point uh, as he got the leadoff hitter to strike out, retired 15 in a row. Uh, he looked comfortable, and it was just more of a repeatable process. Just get the ball, got that arm into that arm slot, and he just, man, he was effortless. Uh, got a couple ground outs, a one, two, three inning in the seventh. It, look, he was on cruise control, 17 in a row, retired. That was it for him, though. Uh, Lynn, uh, seven innings, three hits, one run, but zero earned runs, a walk, 11 strikeouts for the Bearded Beast, and his ERA sits at 4.34. He threw 89 pitches. I thought perhaps he might come out for the eighth. How many times have we seen a starting pitcher be on cruise control, Socks take him out in favor of a relief pitcher and, you know, everything just crumbles. But Graveman came in. He was effective with one out. Graveman was battling Jake Lamb. Yes, that Jake Lamb uh, got a full count, ends up being a 13 pitch at bat. And then Elvis Andrews, because of the shift, he's essentially playing second base at the time. Great slide and grab gets Lamb at first for the second out. Uh, now Graveman uh, tangling up with Julio Rodriguez uh, with uh, two strikes. He punches a single up the middle, tying run, coming to the plate, tie France. Uh, he's got some power. He flew out to the warning track in left field. Boy, off the bat, I thought that was gone. Uh, so now we go to the ninth inning. Hendricks comes in. Boy, what an inning uh, this was. Two-run lead for the White Sox. 
Hendricks has got to have seen the Mariners quite a bit from his days uh, pitching for the Oakland Athletics. Uh, Mitch Haniger with a leadoff hit. Uh, Hendricks throwing a lot of pitches. Uh, Mitch Haniger, that was a full count, and he had a leadoff hit. So then you got Santana. He works the count full. And then gas, 98 miles per hour, foul-tipped into Grandal's glove, one out. Uh, Cal, Cal Raleigh, strike two, gets away from Yaz. Haniger moves to second. Raleigh flies out to Ingle in right field. Uh, so you got two outs now. Suarez pinch hits. Suarez has 25 home runs on the season. It was a 3-0 count. Hendricks missing outside. Hendricks walks Suarez on four pitches. Seattle has runners on first and second, two outs. Crawford up, another full count. Hendricks at 26 pitches. Crawford with a bloop single, only one run scores. It's a 3-2 game. Sox up by one with Adam Frazier up to bat. Uh, Hendricks got ahead quickly, 0-2 count, and then a 99-mile-per-hour fastball, strike three, game over. Wow. Uh, talk about intense Pepto-Bismol, Alka-Seltzer. Uh, you're standing uh, watching this game. If you're watching it on TV, pacing, uh, it was absolutely uh, intense. That was a lot of pitches uh, for Hendricks, wondering if he'll be available on Tuesday. I doubt it. Uh, Mariners, they're going to be well-rested, though, for Tuesday night's showdown. Uh, I'm going to tell you, though, why the White Sox have the right man on the mound. More on that in a moment. Sox playing Seattle game two of this series. It is a late one uh, for Midwesterners, for East Coast uh, fans, uh, for local time 840 Central. It's going to be a late, late game. Uh, talking about shadows, as we mentioned uh, with Lance Lynn, don't know if we're going to see uh, the shadows play a role in Tuesday night's game, but they sure were present on Monday at T-Mobile Stadium in Seattle. Uh, and this was from Daryl Van Scoven from the Sun-Times talking about how Lance Lynn used uh, those shadows getting 25 swings and misses. The shadows were great for me, Lance Lynn said. Uh, quote, when you have shadows, you have to attack uh, because your cutter and sinker are going to work too. Anything that moves late and through the shadows, it will be tough for them to pick up, end quote. And he did a masterful job. That was a master class on how to use the shadows. Uh, Johnny Cueto's turn Tuesday uh, he's got a record of 2-1 and one with an ERA of 2.96 and 18 strikeouts in four appearances against the Mariners in his career. Uh, Cueto's last outing was Thursday, September 1st uh, versus Kansas City. Uh, he threw five and a third innings, six hits, only one earned run, zero walks, and five strikeouts. Mr. Fire and Swagger, uh, you know he's going to bring it. Hopefully the offense, hopefully we see Yoan Mankata return. Uh, excited for this matchup uh, Tuesday night. Folks, thank you so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcast. Uh, we are on Twitter at 
uh, Locked On Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Thanks for making Locked On White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen the ultimate pro football preview 2022, an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts of the Locked On Podcast Network, plus a betting angle from Lee Sterling of Locked On Bets, all combining into one ultimate NFL preview. Search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I will recap Johnny Cueto's outing and hopefully be celebrating a White Sox winner. Appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox!